Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, number one best-selling author, coach, entrepreneur, and we talk all things business and money. Today's episode is going to be amazing. Have you ever had a limiting belief around becoming an entrepreneur, especially perhaps in a different stage of your life? Well, today's guest, Christiana Phillips is going to talk to us all about becoming an entrepreneur, the cost involved with her company, and some pillars that help her generate income for her company. Welcome to the show today. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm honored. Yay. So why don't we go ahead and start with your story? Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Okay, well, um, I have had a lot of career shifts and twists and turns in my life. Um, I have been, let's see, a market research analyst and a writer. I went to graduate school for journalism. I became a producer. I was a producer for many years, both uh, nonfiction television as well as live events, which um, was really fun for me. The event side really lit me up inside. So um I was doing that. Then I had uh, two babies at the same time. (laughs) That was a little bit of a break. Um, After my babies were old, my twins were old enough. I, um, I went into fitness uh, as a part-time gig, um, which was nice and balancing my children. And that turned into uh, more of a full-time situation. I opened up multiple fitness studios. I was a creative director, uh, which again was uh, pulling in a lot of my production skills, you know, and my uh, multitasking skills. And um, moving to Miami from New York City, I um, was the director of Mind and Movement at the One Hotels in South Beach. And there I pulled in my experience in fitness, in experience in production. I curated health and wellness events. I opened up their gym, which is beautiful. And um, at that point, I... Um, I decided that I wanted to add to my repertoire food uh, and the culinary arts. So I hit pause on fitness and uh, production and hospitality. And I decided to go back to culinary school, go Hmm. back to school, culinary school. And I, um, I did a really incredible program at the Natural Gourmet Institute in New York City. Mm -hmm. And it was full time. It was a wonderful program came back, COVID happened. I was going to open up a restaurant prior to COVID and obviously that fell through. And during COVID, I said, what could, what can I do? Um, So during COVID, I decided to get my nutrition uh, certification to become a nutrition coach as well as, because I've always been into fitness, but I was never a personal trainer. So I got my, um, my training as a, um, a certified personal trainer. And, um, that all together, um, really was a beautiful trifecta, you know, the culinary, the nutrition, the fitness, um, you know, more wellness, I would say. And I decided that my service and what I was going to be best at, and what I really felt at this stage in my life from everything that I've learned 
in production, in health, in wellness, in hospitality, in fitness, in food, in everything was to um, help people, teach people how to live their best lives through food, fitness, well-being, um, and optimal lifestyle and strength and aging strongly. Um, so that all culminated, everything was sort of brought together into this new company that um, I've slowly, I would say over the past six months have been um, starting up, which is called Dishing. Nice, nice. So great backstory. What I like about your story is that you invest in yourself. So you want to help people and teach people, but you're starting with yourself first. So going to culinary school, getting the certification, you really wanted to be more of a master of what you're doing so that you can proceed with this new company with some great knowledge and confidence. I think confidence comes when you have that knowledge behind you. So talk about dishing now. Obviously, I've, I've had the opportunity to taste your food and it was just amazing. It was just, it seemed, you make it seem so simple and easy to do. And, you know, I feel like if I came home and did it myself, um, it wouldn't taste nearly as delicious. So talk about a little bit now um, about the different pillars that you have in your business that you are starting to create some income and momentum with. Absolutely. Um, so dishing really is, um, is three pillars. Like, um, like you said, uh, I have the catering side of it and I, you know, create food for, um, special events, for, for parties, for wellness retreats. Actually, I've been doing a lot of those lately, which is really fantastic. Um, parties, you know, one-offs basically, uh, special events, um, that would be catering and, um, so that's one, one side of it. And that's what I really started as soon as COVID was over. Um, I really launched right into that. And, um, the second would be my nutrition coaching and that's working with clients one-on-one, -on -one, um, with all aspects of nutrition, but also obviously from my experience, my expertise, um, all around a holistic view of wellness. Um, you know, I'm not 25. Um, I'm at a stage of my life where I've, I've really been through a, a lot of phases, um, you know, young adulthood, uh, motherhood, um, you know, middle age, um, perimenopause. So all of these stages um, I've experienced. So I'm coming from a place where I get it. Um, so a lot of my clients are women of all ages, sure, but um, but definitely women who really want to um, feel their best. Um, so that's my nutrition coaching side of things. And obviously, as a trained chef, I bring that into the nutrition coaching and I help them a lot more with food than I think um, most nutrition coaches do. Um, and then the third pillar would be my meal prep business, which really I've recently launched. And I'm so excited about this because, you know, every, like you said, everybody is so busy. So this is like a private chef comes to you in the form of a beautifully curated and crafted meal that I prepare myself in glass containers. So they're reusable, eco-friendly. And, um, 
you know, no one is coming into your kitchen, making a mess and it's, you can grab and go, or you can, you know, enjoy in your home. So, um, dishing meal prep is a very bespoke boutique, small operation, which that's how I want to keep it because I am extremely, extremely passionate about quality and having just top-notch quality ingredients. Again, like I said, I'm preparing it. It's not mass produced, you know, um, with, you know, random people just throwing things together, following recipes. I'm, I'm preparing the foods with an assistant. Sure. And, um, I I'm actually wearing all the hats in the company right now. Um, so those are the three pillars, the catering, the nutrition coaching and the meal prep. Gotcha. Gotcha. And being that this is a newer company for you, you kind of been through COVID and came up with some new ideas. What are some tips that you can give the audience as far as like startups and maybe some things that you've learned along the way launching a new company? Sure. Well, um, I launched it super scrappy, um, very small. Uh, you're looking at it, you know, so it was me in the kitchen. That was it. So I launched it really, um, really small. So there was not a lot of overhead. Um, I basically didn't Pay, I had it's still, I'm still not even really paying myself that much. Um, so, you know, that's one of the sacrifices. Um, unlike a restaurant where, you know, your startup costs are tremendous, um, being a one man band and um, starting out very, very small at this point, um, you know, I've really been able to slowly ramp up. And right now I'm at a point where I'm ready to go. I'm ready to really like take off. So um, uh, overhead costs have been very, um, very small. Um, like I said, I'm not paying myself right now and um, I'm doing it all. Some tips I would say, um, especially in this area. So I cater to, um, I cater to the Miami area would be marketing you've got to put yourself out there. And that has to be like my Achilles heel, really. Um, I'm so passionate about what I do and yet there's still those insecurities that come into play. So I would say just um, sucking it up and putting yourself out there and pimping yourself would be my, my biggest tip. Um, again, back to keeping the startup costs small, I've been able to also do trades with other people. So for example, there's someone who's really savvy with social media and with marketing. And since it's so hard for me to pimp myself, you know, I'm doing a trade with her. So she's pimping me, you know what I mean? She's doing my marketing. I'm going to cook for her, you know? So that's another way that I've been able to keep costs down is through marketing. Um, related to marketing, I would say is networking. That's another tip I have that you have to, you have to get out of your living room, right? You have to get out of your kitchen. For me, you have to put yourself out there and get in front of people because if you are as passionate and excited about what you're doing as I am, that comes through when you're communicating with people and telling them about your business. So I've, um, I've had to become, you know, a shameless self promoter, you know, I'll be in the gym and I'll say, Oh, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, guess what I'm doing. 
tell them about tell them about my company. I'm in the sauna conversation somehow I find you know, I find a way to bring in my company. Um, people that you pass on the street that you know, you know, through you know, get the word out, network. You are your best salesperson and your promoter. So that would be another tip that I would have. That's awesome. Awesome. Now I know that you have a book coming out soon. So putting some pressure on you, putting it out there into the universe because you have started working on it and this is a book that people will use and definitely need. So talk a little bit about your journey from where you started with the idea, what you're doing now, and we're going to put a date out there for it to be completed for you. So oh go ahead and talk, <laughs> talk about the book coming out. Okay. Well, this cookbook has really been in the works for several years. Um, I, it's a compilation of all of my favorite recipes. Um, earrings. It's a compilation of all my favorite recipes. And I've paired the recipes with a, like a little story or vignette or a little memoir-esque um, write-up that relates to the recipe. So it's it's kind of like life lessons from my kitchen. Um, of course, it's called dishing because that's what I'm doing. I'm being very honest and open, which is who I am. And I think that's how people know me as someone who just like, you know, says everything and tells and loves to share. Um, so the, um, the book is not organized into chapters like most cookbooks, uh, whereas it's like, you know, breakfast recipes, lunch recipes, dinner recipes, or, you know, chicken recipes, egg recipes. It's not like that. Um, I've, uh, I've organized it into chapters that are, um, food for strength. So those are recipes that are like high protein recipes that I used, um, a lot when I was, um, a professional bodybuilder, uh, which is something that we didn't talk about, but anyways, food for fitness, for strength, you know, so food for food for strength, um, food for sparkle. And those are, um, recipes that I think really benefit my, um, my health, my beauty, my skin, my hair and nails, you know, inside and out, obviously, um, food for family. Um, and those would be recipes that are, you know, the greatest hits, uh, for my family. I've got, um, two teenage boys who eat a lot. So these are, you know, these are, um, nutritious, but also, um, very filling foods that, uh, my boys love, um, food for love. And those would be recipes that, um, are really inspired by um, my background, my heritage. I'm Chilean American, um, by my parents, um, by my travels, by my friends and family. So food for love would be those recipes. That's awesome. So I have, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, I have a fun question for you. So if you could pick a superpower or a super talent, what would you pick and why? Uh, is it like um, sort of like an otherworldly superpower? Whatever your definition like is. Like flying or something like that? That, that could be one, sure. <laughs> um, can I give you a few? Sure. 
Um, and, and, you know, these are very, I'll give you the first one, which is sort of the harder one to say. Um, and it's, I think it's probably, uh, it's not as sexy as, um, I'm sure some of your other guests have, um, have said, but, um, it would be the ability to disappear all of your insecurities. Hmm. Okay. So magically wipe away your insecurities so that you are standing on a platform of, um, of peace, of focus, of, um, confidence and the absence of doubt and, you know, of giving a shit, you know, what other people think. Uh, I know that's impossible. So I do think that would be a superpower um, because I do feel that, you know, even if people say, I don't care what other people think, I think that's kind of bullshit. You know, Um, we all care what other people think on some level. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I feel that in my life, insecurities have um, really held me back. Uh, I don't have regrets per se, but at this point in my life, despite having insecurities and who doesn't, I'm, I think I'm strong enough to push through them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing now. Good. Good. All right. Can I give you my other one? Yeah, go for it. Sorry. Go okay. for it. I am such a sleep princess. Mm-hmm. I need sleep. So a superpower. And if I don't have sleep, I'm a hot mess. And as you know, in the kitchen, I'm on my feet a lot. Mm-hmm. So I need my sleep, but often other things are sacrificed, um, you know, time with friends, you know, time to do other things. So, um, because I do need my sleep, so I won't go out, you know, to this or that place, you know, um, because I need to be in bed at a certain time. So another superpower would be the ability to perform optimally without needing, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep. Right. (laughs) That's good. Did you have one more? No, just those two. Okay, good, good. All right, Christiane, if our audience wants to get in touch with you for your services or any other questions, um, how do? what's the best way for them to reach you? Well, um, I'm on Instagram. So you can find me, Christiane Phillips, um, on Instagram. You can DM me there. I also have a website, my name, christianephillips.com. You can reach me there. Um, so you can send me an email that way. Um, and yeah, those would be the best two ways to reach me through my website and through Instagram DMs. Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate you being on the show today. It was so much fun, Angela. I'm so excited about your book, um, and everything that you're doing. And I really feel like it's helpful. So helpful, um, for all of us who are, um, you know, really trying to build something. Awesome. That concludes another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. I'm Angela Duncan. Hopefully you got some great information that you can implement today. And as a side note too, make sure you are taking care of your health, because if you're not taking care of yourself first, it's impossible for you to take care of others. So thanks again, Christiane. 100%.